Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Chats in the Blog Cabin. You know the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. And today I'm being joined by Craig Taylor, who is the vice president of Bathroom Butler. And we're going to be talking, we're going to get down and dirty about bathroom stuff. We're going to talk about all the bacteria that people don't think that is in their bathroom. So Craig, welcome to the show. And before we start talking about the dirty dirtinesses of bathrooms and what Bathroom Butler does, tell us a little about yourself. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Melissa. So um, Bathroom Butler, we, are a, we manufacture heated towel rails and bathroom accessories. Um, <clears throat> if you bear with me for a minute or two, I'll give you the, the brief history. We're essentially a family business driven on um, passion and innovation. So my father started manufacturing in about 1976 various steel products. Um, and then you fast forward to about 2002 and we started getting involved in heated towel rails. Just at that time, um, my brother started uh, started joining the company at the time. Um, I'm younger than he is, so I joined a bit later. And um, <clears throat> it was at that time we started looking into manufacturing heated towels. We saw a big opportunity in the market in South Africa, where we were originally from. Um, and at the time, there was only one other company that manufactured heated towels, but they were very strong in what they were doing. So we had to make sure we were on point with our product, our price, our service, and most importantly, our education about the product. We wanted to grow the market. and um, wasn't just about trying to take market share. It was um, about growing the market in terms of heated towel rails. So fast forward again a few more years, and um, we innovated various uh, technologies on the, on the product to make sure we we're at the top of our game. Um, and get to 2010, we wanted to expand the company. So um, we expand our sales. We moved over into Australia. We found a, a distribution partner in Australia to distribute our product there. They were very keen on it. And in about 2017, late 2017, early 2018, we moved over into the US market. So we opened up here. And Obviously, 2020 came and it turns everybody's life upside down. Um, and we decided, so let me step back to 2018. When we started, we normally our product is sold through retailers um, and the like. Um, so we were doing that in 2018. And obviously, 2020 hit. And as I said, it turned everybody's world upside down. So we had to look for alternative ways of selling the product. And the natural way was selling it online. So we... We have our own e-commerce store and we sell the products online. Um, so that's the simple, I haven't gotten into the, the nitty gritty about our various innovations, um, but I think the, the main part I want to emphasize the passion and the innovation that we, um, and even the old family values. I mean, when I started in 2004, I had to start at the bottom um, in the factory. Um, I wasn't given a desk. I was given a job, but the biggest part was is that 
I had to start at the bottom of the company and I've learned you know, all sides of it. I've been in the manufacturing, I've been in the sales and the marketing. Um, I work alongside with my brother. My father's now retired. Um, my sister's also involved in the business, but obviously we have a larger team behind us as well. So let's talk about the family values because obviously when you're working with family, sometimes family <laughs> relationships is not always the greatest because you're always with it. So how do you guys manage to stay close-knit? You know, we've always been a close family. It's funny, and I take all those lessons and I bring them into my own personal life. Um, and I always say to my wife, like, you know, this is what I want to achieve because this is what my father did. Um, so I have to say, I have to, um, everything that he brought into us just from general family values, firstly, I'll bring into my own personal family. The other thing is, is that it's very important to try and separate business, and it's very easy saying this, but it is actually very difficult to separate business from the family side because we might not be Italian, but we, we're very passionate about what we do. So, you know, your, your personal barriers tend to drop when you're having an argument with your family rather than another work colleague. You, the shouting goes for a little bit longer. But again, the, the, biggest, the biggest reminder is um, what are we doing and why are we doing it? Um, the, the joy of also working together and creating everything that we're doing. Um, so it's fun, but yeah, it, it was trying at first, it's, but you, 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 you learn how to do it. And if you learn how to do it properly, it's, it really is a pleasure. So did you always want to go into the family business or was that something that you like struggled with for a while? Um, I, no, it was something that I, having looked back on it, I probably would have, if I were to tell my kids what, what I would do, what I would have done differently would be to go and get some experience somewhere else mm -hmm. first and then bring that experience into the company. Um, if you wanted to work for the business, but there's it, it something I'd always wanted to do. So the only change I would have made is maybe gone somewhere else and got, got a slightly different experience that I could have hopefully maybe contributed in a different way if I brought that back in. Well, I love that. So tell us why your, your dad started the company. Because you said that he started it. So I want to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's, I think it's just the natural you know, entrepreneurship was, um, in, in most cases, I want to say for lack of a word, ingrained in him. You know, he was about sort of, I think in his mid-20s and, you know, he was in the humdrum of his normal job. Um, and he just, I remember, I was funny because um, I've got some letters here from my, from my mom to her parents and it talks about these these various experiences and how, you know, my father wanted to um, just, he really felt the need to go out and do his own thing that he wasn't uh, realizing. He didn't feel he was realizing his full potential um, if he did that. and Or if he, sorry, if he didn't do that. Um, and then even when he, what he wore, the products that he was making were, were mainly steel tubular furniture. Mm -hmm. And those evolved over many years. And I think, the one thing that we've tried to do with Bathroom Butler, which um, he he wasn't able to do, was he wasn't able to create a, a brand um, behind what he was doing. So it was always um, at the whim of the retailers and the chopping and changing of their products. And 
um, and so forth. So whereas with Bartman Market, we have a lot more control with our brand. Um, and again, that goes back to the, the passion that we have for and with the brand. I love that. So we're going to take a brief commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about all about bathrooms and all what bathroom Butler does. So sure. here we go with our commercial break. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Do you feel betrayed by life, your body, or by someone that you love? You are not alone and you are not weak or overly emotional for feeling the way that you do. Betrayal is one of the most overwhelmingly painful experiences to navigate because it strikes at the core of who you are and what you are worth. No matter how gutted you feel, there is hope. You can flourish, not in spite of your experience, but because of it, I know. After 23 years of marriage, my world was shattered when I found out that my husband had been cheating on me with five different women for 15 years. I lost everything that day, my identity, my worth, and the future I had worked so hard to create. While it was a long and arduous journey back to myself, today I know who I am, what I want, and I am happier and more confident than I ever was before. I've got what I call naked self-worth, which is the ability to see know and love yourself for who you are, not for what you accomplish or for who you are in relation to others. No matter what has shattered your heart, if you're ready to get clear on who you are, what you want, and to learn how good life really can be, then life choreography is for you. Even if you feel too old or are too busy because you have kids at home and you're in charge of everything. Life Choreography is a comprehensive five-month, five-step program that empowers you to strip out of your labels, roles, and scripts, and to reveal yourself as you are, not as you think you should be. To learn more, go to NakedSelfWorth.com and download your free guide that shows you how to untangle yourself from the past. Reclaim your sexy and start re-choreographing life on your own terms so you can love and be loved for exactly who you most authentically are. And we are back chatting with Craig Taylor, who's the vice president of the Bathroom Butler. And Craig, let's talk about the dirtiness of bathrooms because a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of bacteria that still hangs around bathrooms. So Tell us where the most common places are. Sure. Obviously, I mean, around the, you know, obviously around the toilets and there's the solutions for that. Um, obviously, and then also mostly around the towels. So, you know, you're using your, um, what a lot of people don't realize, you, you know, using a towel to dry yourself off and, um, you know, the dead skin falls onto the towel. And in a human environment, that's a perfect breeding, breeding ground for the bacteria to grow in. Um, and that's very common. It's, 
very common the common reason why you get a very musty um, smelling towel after a day's worth of use while it's trying to air dry. Um, so those, you know, those are your main areas, obviously your countertops. Um, so yeah, those are the main areas. And obviously our focus is specifically on how do we get those towels or how do we keep them clean, shall we say, without having to wash them every two to three days. Um, you know, we, we've always tried to look for solutions that not only add value to your life, but that don't add any extra cost to your home or shall I say the running cost of to your home um, and also a little bit more environmentally friendly if you're not washing your towel every two days you know you're saving a bit of water here and there so let's talk about environmentally friendly obviously your company is very environmentally friendly correct yeah we so there are a couple of things there are a couple of um, what's the word surprising avenues in this so firstly all our products are stainless steel and it's a very little known fact that stainless steel itself is manufactured from 70% recycled stainless steel. So stainless steel is very recyclable. So the actual product itself um, is very, yeah, recyclable. Um, and then obviously the the energy usage on most heated tower rails, and, and they vary. So I'm going to digress a little bit. And there's two technologies in heated tower rails. There's there's a water-filled one, and then there's an electric-filled one, or an electrically heated one. And the water-filled ones generally have a higher electricity usage because they're heating up water, um, so it requires more energy, much like a water heater. And we started with that, um, so we know how they work. And then we moved over to the electrically heated ones. So they use a lot less energy, um, dry the tiles a bit quicker, um, and then furthermore, what we've done to, to even make it more efficient is add a, right, a range of timers to the, um, to the product. So you're not using it full time, 24 seven. It's used for just the amount of time that you need it. Um, you know, my brother's an engineer. So one of the things he likes doing is um, studying things. So we make sure that, you know, we know how long it takes to dry the towel um, and what the impact is. Uh, you know, on on the uh, what we call the bacterial load. How does it reduce the bacteria? You know, how does it reduce the breeding ground for the bacteria in the towel? So let's talk about the breeding ground. How did you guys get around to to finding out and researching that? You know, so firstly, as I said in the beginning, we always had to make sure that when presenting our products to clients to to potential people, we wanted to grow the market. So um, we, we did a lot of research as to the benefits of heated towels when we first started. And they were always seen as a luxury item, uh, a nice to have. Um, and there was a little bit of research here and there, but nothing substantial on the internet that we could find that talked about um, how they reduced the bacterial buildup in a towel. So um, eventually, again, we, we like to make sure we like to be open and honest in what we're selling. Um, we like to make sure that the arguments that we're presenting are truthful. So we, we went in and we commissioned a company to do some research um, where they took a towel and, uh, you know, took a uh, normally air-dried towel that someone mm -hmm. had used, um, and then they, put it on, then they put another towel on a heated towel rail. 
and immediately after um, just 24 hours on the heated tar rail, you'd, you'd, you'd eliminated 30% of the bacterial buildup in the tar. And that's just after one day on it. And it gets even reduced while the, while the air-dried towel, the bacterial buildup grows over time. On the heated tar rail, that gets reduced to near zero um, over a week to two weeks. Um, so it really is, you're getting a fresher towel. It's a simple little thing. You're getting a fresher towel, but not only that, a cleaner towel. So not only is the product a luxury, it, it starts becoming a, a very practical product, especially in our home with, you know, you've got a larger family, yeah. um, kids running around, summer's here, people are using a lot of towels. It's just so much easier to throw it on the towel rail, on the heated towel rail, and let a driver there than having to throw them in the washer and the dryer and go through that whole process. That is so true. Now, I have a question, a safety question. Does it have an automatic shutoff valve in case something happens, or is it? how does it work exactly? Okay, so, so the beauty about them is um, we, we run them at a certain temperature, and they, they can't get any higher than that. So firstly, we have to have all the heated, all the heated tower oils we manufacture and produce. Um, the design has to be tested in various laboratories. So in, in the U.S., it's UL, um, or in everywhere else, they're, they're different uh, grades that, or standards that we have to meet, um, and they get tested according to that. So when they test them, they even um, they run additional power through the units to see what happens if the units are overpowered to make sure that they don't overheat. So while they don't actually have a thermal cutout in them, they only can run to a certain temperature. Yeah. Um, the one of the things we did do over our time of developing heated tower rails is um, we built in a temperature adjustment in it. So you can vary the temperature of tower rail because one of the what we discovered was your hot and my hot are okay. two completely different things. Yep. So we found people saying, all oh, the unit's too hot or the unit's too cold. My towel's not hot enough. It's not cold enough. Um, you know, so that's one of the things we did. And, I mean, we did that back in, um, I would say, about 2008, somewhere around there. Um, you know, and we're one of the first companies to do that, just doing that in the little South African market that we did. Um, so they're very safe. If, if, you know, obviously it's a heating device. Mm -hmm. So one does need to be careful of it. But the other advantage of the dry element that we use versus the fluid fill that I mentioned earlier is the dry element heats up only where your towel is. What it provides, mm -hmm. let me rather say this, it provides additional heat where your towel is. On any of the exposed surfaces, it doesn't um, the heat doesn't increase when you put a towel on. Whereas with your fluid filled units, you put your towel on it, it traps the heat in as a heat builder. And then that heat transfers through the liquid and around the unit. Um, so there's there's a possibility that that heat transfer is going to go to exposed surfaces. Um, so I hope that explains it. That does explain it. Now, tell why would it be beneficial to have something like this in your bathroom, especially if you're redesigning or you're trying to go green? Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter is just graduated with her degree in... Um, 
her Bachelor of Fine Arts in Interior Architecture. So she's yes. a lead green associate. So that's the reason why I was talking about you know going green. How important would that be to going green when you're designing a bathroom? Again, very important. Like we said earlier, it's it's not only about being inside the bathroom. It's um, you know washing and drying those towels frequently. The amount of water usage that you use um, in washing and drying towels frequently. Um, rapidly increases over the summer periods or again with when you've got larger families um so it saves on that water usage if you go from washing and drying a towel every two days to once a week maybe once every eight days nine days you've saved on two to three washes of on low towels so from that point of view it's very green you know the electricity consumption you're you're looking at the equivalent of um a light bulb to two light bulbs and I, like i said with the with the timers built into them you can really reduce that electricity consumption right down um so whereas you know with a dryer you're, you're talking a large heating source um versus a heated tower that's equivalent to the light bulb Plus two is the added effect when you get out of that shower, especially in cold mornings, you're wrapping yeah. up in that heat. So that yeah. makes it so much better. <laughs> That's for sure. The one thing I do want to point out there, and this goes back to the education, is you know, a lot of people when they get a heated towel rail, some some people think they're gonna get a towel that's as warm as if it came out of a dryer. That's not gonna be the case. It's, it's gonna give you warmth, it's gonna take the chill off the towel. Um, but we have had instances where customers are disappointed because they expect it to be um, cooking hot out of a out of a dryer, which is, you know, you, it's difficult to achieve that. You've got the towel in an open air, um, so you're not going to achieve that, but there is going to be a degree of warmth to the towel. So uh, where would you place this in your bathroom? If you're designing a bathroom and you're trying yeah. to incorporate that in, where would you place it in your bathroom? I mean, obviously, within ease of reach, not probably in a similar spot where you put a normal towel bar. So in ease of reach, if you're getting out the shower or near a bath, you know, again, from a from an electricity and safety point of view, um, all the products have to be tested to certain standards, so they're very safe from that point of view. Um, but th the biggest thing would be from an easy reach to get out the shower, um, just like you would any towel bar. Because I'm thinking most towel bars are like attached to the shower, or most of them. Some people just put their their um, towels over the shower thing so that yeah. we grab it when they come off. So I don't yeah. think that's kind of safety right no. now. <laughs> no, 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 no. So obviously, you know, if, if you don't have the space, you can put a little bit further away from the from the shower or bathtub. Um, but then you could hang rope hooks. Again, the main thing is for us is to have, make sure that you have a dry towel in the morning. I mean, I know when we moved to the U.S., I didn't. We've, I've got, we've got freestanding units. Obviously, I've been using that when we, when we rented the house. And then when I didn't have that running, my wife was my wife was shouting at me because, you, you know, we didn't have dry towels. So, you know, even if the freestanding unit, we keep it, we would keep it in our bedroom. And then you go into the bathroom and, and shower and you put it near the, near the shower. So, you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't always have to be within an arm's reach. Obviously, if you can and you have the space, that would be ideal. Um, but the main point is to make sure you've got a dry towel in the morning. Now, you mentioned earlier in the beginning of when you were introducing yourself, talking about how you since COVID has hit, you've gone back to selling them direct. Are you still selling yes. them direct? Yes. So it is, again, we've had more success with that. Um, you know, the, the retail market is, 
is very, very big. Um, so it's very difficult to cover. I mean, we're a small company. We're, we're still, I still consider ourselves a small family business who thinks, who likes to think big. Um, and so the retail market is very big to cover. Cover. So the, the, the best way to do that is online. Um, and we'll continue to do that to sell direct on it um, in the US. So you said you're in South Africa, Australia, and the United States? Yes, we have other small little distributions. I mean, we have, um, I was thinking of, I was trying to think this morning of certain stories and um, we, have a, we have a distributor in Mauritius as well. Now Mauritius is like a small island the size of the Bahamas of South Africa, but it's a very big, uh, like the Bahamas, it's a holiday mm -hmm. island. So there's a lot of hotels being built there and we have a very good partner there that our products are getting and in, gets into. They put them in hotels um, over there because especially, believe it or not, in the hot, humid climates. Yeah. So, you know, that's the same thing in, in South Africa. One of the um, other cities we distribute to or, or we're in is a place called Durban. It's a very warm climate, very much like here in Fort Lauderdale where I am. Um, and once we started educating the consumers and the retailers about the benefits of the drying, even in those warm climates, but especially with our hot and humid, we already saw an increase in the sales. I can see this being great for spas too as well. Yes, totally. Totally. Give me um, a nice warm towel there, yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to share with us? Um. I don't think so. I mean, I, I think I would like to elaborate just a little bit on the technology we have. You okay, know, I think with with the bathrooms and with a lot of things that we're seeing these days in home design, where you're seeing a lot of increase in smart technology. One of the things we've incorporated into our heated tower rails is um, a Wi-Fi switch that gets coupled with the heated tower rail. And what that enables you to do is enables you to program the heated tower via a smartphone. Now, I don't, for one minute, expect somebody to be sitting there with their smartphone, turning it on and off. Um, but what it does allow you to do, it gives you a very simple user interface to program, again, going back to that idea of the timing functionality, so you're reducing your electricity consumption. Um, it's, it's a much simpler user interface than programming by some... Um, hideous box on the wall that takes away from your fantastic bathroom design mm -hmm. you know it's very discreet it's very simple so we, we try and we always trying to look for um little things that add to the product to the experience um as a company and as a family um so i mean that's pretty much i would think the, the products in a nutshell mm -hmm. and the benefits and the features of them um, and I would all I can say is, I know our wives, my brother and I, between our kids and our wives, if we don't have heated towels running, boy, do they complain. It's a product <laughs> that once you've had it, you you don't want to go back. They're a little spoiled, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So tell people where they can find the heated towels. So <clears throat> we have two websites. Um, the, our um, our e-store is at bathroombutleronline.com, and that's our U.S. e-commerce store. So you can purchase it through that store there. 
And if you want more, a little bit more information, um, our international site is bathroombutler.com, but the the biggest, the most important one is bathroombutleronline.com. And then obviously we have an Instagram page if you want to find some inspiration for different bathroom designs. That will be bathroombutler underscore USA. People can follow us there. And Facebook, um, bathroombutler USA, all one word. So that's where we can where they can be found. Thank you so much, Craig, for coming on and sharing about who would have thought, honestly, I wouldn't have thought about a towel and needing to wash it every, like normally you use it for a week and then, okay, it's time to go in the wash. Yeah. That bacteria. So, wow. Thank you for that. Thank you for I, shedding light on how you work with your family as well, because I think that's a huge <laughs> importance as well. Well, thank you for having me. As I said, it's tricky, but you know, we've learned it and it's, um, it really, it, it's, um, it's a great pleasure and it's something I would, uh, I'd encourage my kids to do. Oh, wow. I love that. So guys, I will put in the show notes, every place where you can find bathroom Butler, Facebook, Instagram, their online web store, plus their um, website as well in the show notes. And as always be blessed and most importantly, keep chatting. Bye. Chats from the blog cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.